I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I smoke weed. I drink brew. That's all I rap about because, shit, that's all I do. Some people get mad because I smoke in front of my kids. Well, I also wipe their ass when they piss and shit. I treat a woman like a queen and a bitch like a slut. But I tend to make them both wipe off my dick when I nut. I keep a whole bunch of bitches from Broadway to Bizonet. A bitch to buy me weed, a bitch to buy me beer, and cigarettes. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy with Tips podcast. <laughs> Your host, Rod and Karen. And uh, we're in the house on a uh, Wednesday night, end of the week for us. Yes, yes. Going out with a bang, ain't we? I know, man. Like, um... And you guys want to know, like, how bad do we want this specific show to happen? Um, we spent 20 minutes doing tech work because that's what the fuck we do, man. We work hard. Mm-hmm. And, and we ain't done yet either. We're still tech working. Mm-hmm. In the background, we're still working. Um, but, uh, yeah, we actually uh, have a two uh, people from the Three Guys on podcast. Uh, uh, first time guest on this show, but I've been listening to their podcast for a while. Uh, my man Chris Lambert put me on. Uh, yes. Shout out uh, to Chris. A long while back, man, I got around to checking them out, man. I said, these motherfuckers are very funny. Funny, yes. Um, the two members that we have, we have Randolph and Andy here. Andy is the first voice that you heard. Uh, what's Hello. up, Andy? What's up? Uh, yeah, Tim's the, Tim's the one that's not here. He's antisocial, man. Oh, uh, it's all He's good. missing out. It's all good, man. Uh, two out of three is better than zero out of three. Uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, we also got my man Randolph on here, man. Uh, what, hey, everybody. My camera is not working for some reason, so y'all can't. You don't need to see my big head anyway, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> be honest. Uh, but uh, first of all, man, uh, you guys can check them out. Threeguyson.com. Like, the, like you spell it out. No, no, no hood stuff here, guys. Uh, the three guys on.com. They also have a Facebook page, man. I suggest you go like them, mm-hmm. um, become their friends and stuff like that. Um, cause, uh, I, I really think they have a funny show, man. You can check it out on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, uh, it was one of those shows that I just started playing in the car, uh, when we go out sometimes. And then, you know, uh, you could tell the podcast is good. If Karen, like the first, the second or third time I play it, Karen goes, who, who are these guys again? Cause that means <laughs> when she gets out the car, she's going to go look that shit up. So, um, oh, yeah. you guys were, uh, were instrumental. Uh, and when I got lost the other day, uh, I didn't panic cause I had, I was like, I'll just listen to like 10 more minutes of three guys right. on while I drive around downtown Charlotte. Like, where the fuck is this hippie ass bar? Yes. That's you- what we're here for. Mm-hmm. That's what are you two married? Yeah, yes. we're married. Yeah, fantastic. And you do this together? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. You see what see what love looks like, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> My wife is nearby. Yeah, mine's in bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody's always uh, a little surprised by that fact, man. I, I but um, I think I would listen to podcasts with people uh, arguing with their wives too. So you know. Oh, then you want to listen to um, uh, Bonnie McFarlane? Yeah. And, uh, what's her man's name, Rich, Andy? Rich Voss. Rich Voss. They have one together. You listen to theirs? Yeah, yeah, I listen to them, man. Yeah. That shit gets uncomfortably, like, their, <laughs> argue, their, their arguments make you feel like they're children in the divorce. 
Yeah. No. You're like, should I be here, mommy, daddy? Right. Like, yeah. I, I think that shit like attacked her personal esteem. Like, she's not gonna yeah. be able to come back. Yeah, I've worked with her uh, a couple times. She's a sweet girl. Sweet girl. She's gotta Everything. be. Gotta be. Married to that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I gotta ask you guys, man. How did y'all meet, and like, how'd y'all come up with the 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 podcast, man? Um, well, go ahead, Andy. We uh, we're both stand up comedians, so we met uh, doing that. I had moved to New York. Randolph moved to DC, but I was coming back to DC because I'm from DC, and we met here. And then Randolph moved to New York, so we started hanging out in New York all the time. And the podcast is basically, comedians always have this thing after the show. You go to a diner, and you have the funniest conversation you've ever had. And no one's there to hear it. So we were like, why not just do a podcast and put it out there for everybody? So it was the two of us and our friend Tim. And Randolph and I had come back from New York. We're all in D.C. We're all based in D.C. Mm-hmm. And that's where it came from. So we just said, fuck it. Let's just, let's just record our conversations. At first, it was going to be three guys on a certain topic. Mm-hmm. Three guys on sports, three guys on this, three guys on movies. We came to realize pretty damn quick that that's kind of stupid, mm-hmm. and uh, we wouldn't be able to pull that off uh, weekly. So it just became three yeah. guys on dot 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 dot. That lasted whatever. three weeks. Yeah, about three weeks. We tried. We tried. Mm-hmm. Tried music. We tried, and then we found that we just jumped. The conversation jumps around too much, and that's what people want to hear. Yeah. We want people to come to hear us, no matter what we're talking about. Yeah, and, and I do, and I, I love the conversations, and I am, I am so glad that there are men in the world who understand exfoliation of skin. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, it was funny that we were sitting in the car, and I was like, oh shit, yes, soft and sexy skin, she will be glued onto you. <laughs> you know what, you know what's funny about that? I was just at the gym today. And me and this other brother had just finished taking showers, and there was a white dude between us. And me and that brother were lotioned up hardcore. White dude got dressed and walked right the fuck out to shit like nothing. <laughs> we just looked at each other and kept putting lotion on. Just You're lucky you took a shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shower was optional. Yeah, spend, spend that extra money on that good lotion. Yep. Yeah, that... I'm, on the, I'm on the Vaseline with cocoa butter in it now. That's what I'm on now. Oh, okay. Ooh, yeah. I just go to the uh lotion aisle and buy the expensive shit. Like that's just like I just had to admit, like uh I don't want to be ashy, man. Uh I remember when I made I that decision because when I was younger and I had less money, I would be like nine dollars worth of dollar store lotion is the same as one of them big nine dollar bottles. Like it, it is not. I'm uh, coming out ahead of the game, baby. Look at all this uh, extra lotion. You be ashy as fuck. No, no. I I got the white wife, so I got the I got a white wife who who worked in cosmetics for years, so she understands the value of lotion. But because she's not black, she doesn't understand the value of cocoa butter. Mm. Do you see the difference? Ah! Yes. Do you, do you see what I'm dealing with? <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta go get the cocoa butter. But now she gets it because you know that my skin is soft, baby. I don't know what to tell you. My skin is. <laughs> You smell yeah, good, you smell you know? good. Like good, yeah. lo- good yeah. lotion leave you like it's almost like putting on cologne or something because it leaves smells in your skin. And women yeah, be like, yeah. "What is that?" Good, good lotion is like uh, body butter. I know you guys probably never do body butter, uh, but but, yeah, but I do. I do it in the winter. Mm-hmm. Oh, what shout out to body butter! Body butter, you smell like peaches and cream mm-hmm. and grapes and, you and like all. A- <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, what my wife did turn me on to was vanilla lotion. 
Mm. You put vanilla lotion on first and put uh, uh, heavier smelling cologne on. Not no citrusy cologne. Got to be like a man smelling cologne on top mm. of it. They fall out for that. They they fall out. They, walk, they fall out. walk around smelling like the pastry aisle and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they, yeah, like yeah. they like that. Somebody named Simone in the chat room said layering. You damn right, baby. Layering. You're right. <laughs> layering. I've had the same thing of lotion for three years. I know you have. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's one. That's one expense that uh, white people find optional. Hey, hey, yeah. Hey, Specific. Do you guys ever have that moment where you squeeze a lotion and it's all dried up because you haven't used it? That'd be dope. <laughs> Every yeah. time I got it, I got the little hard piece has to come out first, and I'm, I, I commit myself. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start doing the lotion thing, and that lasts like like ten minutes, and I'm back to my old ways. Nah, it's I'm never happened cause. to me. Uh, the, like, cause the thing is, the only kind of lotion that I would stop using is the dollar store lotion. Yeah, we and all that's, the way. that's yeah. never gonna be thick enough to clot. That little that lotion is horrible. It's it's horrible. Anything you buy at the dollar store, like if you buy some soap out of the dollar store, that's gonna be the thinnest, most non-bubble making soap. Yeah, you ever <laughs> mess with in your life. The dollar store, the dollar store is like the the lottery ticket of of items because it might work. You know, it's like putting a dollar. Yeah. It's like if you could put a dollar on all your grocery items and be like, ah! you know, it's a, it's a, a uh, like a 95% chance it's gonna, not going to be worth a damn. But for that 5% of times that you like, you know what? Twix from the dollar store tastes like Twix from anywhere. Yeah, yeah. And you remember that dollar store that was at the corner of my street in New York, the one with the big mural on the side of it? Yeah. There was a, that, there was a dollar store right there. Inside there, occasionally, like, out of nowhere, like, Lucky Charms would show up, like a dollar for a big box. So I would go in there and buy like 20, 20 boxes of, of Lucky Charms. And I eat Lucky Charms for a month. <laughs> but it's always, it's like the old Lucky Charms before half the marshmallows were released. Yeah, yeah. You know, it yeah. fell off a truck 20 years ago and yeah, so I like, ended up at a bodega in New York City. I had like four marshmallows. Only four kind of marshmallows in this. We got stars and moons. That's it. <laughs> I thought you said four. I did say four. Stars and moons. Like the... <laughs> The marshmallow quality has degraded to where they're all just circles of marshmallows. Oh, just, like they, yeah, you can tell the pink ones used to be stars. Yeah, but but, but they not no more. Yeah. And you and you know what? Something I'm I'm gonna tell you. Uh, my mind thought this for a very very long time until as I got older, I began to really meet white people. I thought white people never got ashy because I know when black people get ashy. Get ashy. Yeah, well, get ashy. I got. I know that house. now. But but years ago I didn't know because when I see black folks you be like you ashy because you like you've been dipped in flour. When I see white people yeah. I was like I don't see this experience. Where's the ash? Yes, they get ashy. They just don't know it. No, you know what? <laughs> it's like we're just like why do I itch? <laughs> like, it must be this shirt. It must be my detergent or something. <laughs> you know, it's it's itchy. We don't even say ashy. That's not even a word. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, how long have you guys been doing, uh, doing the show, man? Andy, you would know. Almost four years. January of 2010 is when we started. January 12th. I remember the exact date. Cool. Now, in that time, like, were y'all good friends before you started the show? Has it affected your friendship? Like, have you, did y'all become better friends over time? Cause, I mean, getting together, talking with a, the same group of guys a couple times a week seems like a surefire way to, like, really become friends. <laughs> Uh, I hate these motherfuckers. I'm gonna tell you it's true. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. 
Andy and I kind of posse up in New York. Uh, when you're when you're a comic in New York, there's a lot of hanging out time involved, where you just you go to a comedy club and you just kind of hang around trying to get noticed and trying to get seen. So it's better if you have somebody to do the hangout bullshit with. If you're on your own, it's horrible. Mm-hmm. At least if it's two of you, it's kind of half horrible. There's two of you together. So Andy and I kind of uh, became close during that yeah. time. We lived near each other, too, so it was easy. We would just meet up on the same subway line oh, and yeah. go okay. into the city. Go in and sit in the back and not get chose. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but you didn't, but you didn't get chose together. No, at all. And then, uh, <laughs> I got passed. So Andy got passed at a major club first, and I got passed at a major club. And then we would just go hang out with each other at these different clubs. Now, yeah. with, um, since Tim isn't here, uh, what's y'all's least favorite quality about Tim? Uh, not He's being never around, man. Never around. Okay. He's never around. This young lady named Gia Newell Warner in the, in the, um, the chat. chat says, does anyone in New York City have a day job anymore? Yes. Here's what you don't understand, Gia. You do your day job, and then you go hang around at night, and then you get your ass up in the morning, and you go back to your day job. Yeah. That's how it's done. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody has a day job. If you don't, yeah, here's the thing. If you don't have a day job in New York, you're homeless. That's how that goes. <laughs> that's a you're good a homeless person. That's the uh, thing about New York and all the comedians is uh especially when like booking comedians and stuff like uh you can be relatively successful and still have to go your ass somewhere in the morning and go your ass to work yeah and come back and do shit later you know pretty well known be getting hits on youtube and shit but yeah. uh you guys to go to work and get that paper yeah get yeah. that insurance don't mean no yeah well that's a big one mm-hmm. except for that damn obama <laughs> <laughs> The, the, cause I, you know, you said her trust fund friends in New York are never working. Well, there you go. Yeah, well, she got, she got trust friend fund, hey, she got, trust fund friends. There you go. Yeah, nobody has those. Um, but nobody. yeah, a lot of comedians, like you'll hear stories where it's like, hey, dog, uh, I was at, 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 uh, at Applebee's and like Dave Chappelle was working. You know, you're like, what? You know, like you yeah. me a sweet tea. What? Right. You're like, yeah, man. Back in 2005, Dave Chappelle was uh, working at Applebee's. You're like, God damn. Yeah, yeah. Me. It doesn't pay what you think. Mm. Say yeah, it like in that. In New York, you get. You're lucky if you get twenty five dollars a spot. Wow. Two yeah, that's three big times money. a week. It, that's, that's big. Twenty five dollars. Oh yeah. my god! Is it just because there's so many comedians that is fucking up the market, or is it just like that? You think it's that way everywhere? Well, a good friend of ours started a uh, comics uh, coalition. It's kind of like a union because the clubs w- wouldn't raise the money that they paid comics. Mm-hmm. So they had to threaten to strike. So they started and kind of bring all the comics together to get them, and they finally raised the money up. Now, I, and, 15. That, and that wow. took. Did you say 15? It was 15. 15. And they upped it to 25. They, they increased it. Yeah. Wow. Friday, Friday, Saturday, you get a little more. You get like 75. 75. Weekdays, 25 bucks. That, you know, and then the other thing too is you'll have like. Pebbles Fund. This girl Simone said that's Pebbles Payroll Fund. I heard Pebbles talking about three guys at TLC on the radio tonight. That girl's like, that woman's a crook. Yeah, I watched the TLC made for TV movie. I think it's called 12 Years a Slave. And they. (laughs) 
<laughs> they kept those ladies broke. Yeah. Like they, yeah. they got like yeah. a, a Jeep or some shit for like, uh, selling a, a going platinum and shit. Like they made sure mm-hmm. they was like, I keep some broke. Uh, Andy's camera just cut off. Yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll do that sometimes. It'll come back. It'll come back. I'm still not on. Um, but, uh, just my camera re enabling it. Uh, uh, no, it says we're not accepting camera requests. Hold on, let me. I, I got you, man. I, I'll figure out uh, how to fix. Let me see okay, that man. that invite again. But um, yeah, that that. But that was the thing, you know, with a lot of comedians and stuff. Though they have to work to kind of keep up, and then you know, with the comp being so hard in in fucking um New York, uh, it probably does drive the price down. I can't even believe that y'all were able to you know get an organized uh collection of comics to raise the price in the first place this seems like uh comedians will probably break that line just to get a spot no these were high high level comics okay and, high, and some did some did and after the money went up they still got the benefits of it you know mm-hmm. what i mean which i i find i'm not happy with that but it is what it is some the the after they broke, some were like, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do it. I need to work." And blah blah blah. You go ahead and go to work, and then the money came up, and they're like, "Oh well, thank you." You know. Yeah, it's funny yeah. too, because if it, everybody that knows somebody that's a little bit funny, will be like, "Hey man, you should try to be a comedian." And if you like that's listen true. to enough podcasts about comedians, you'll be like, "Man, I don't want to do that shit. That yeah. shit's hard." Yeah, because I listen to the stories and what I have to deal with and stuff yeah. like that and y'all talk about $25 and that might not be, be enough to get you home depending on where you live if you gotta take the, the taxi and you're like Mm-mm. yeah and we ain't so even talking about go ahead 3am sitting on the subway platform for 40 minutes waiting on that next train yeah yeah and well, how, about in the, how about in the summertime when the trash train goes by yeah the garbage train yeah you don't know about that in subway see y'all don't know about the garbage train mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know anything about garbage train, dog. Imagine this. It's, it's, uh, two in the morning. It's hot. You're down underground. It's hot. You're in the subway and then you smell like a trashy smell and it's getting heavier and heavier and heavier. And then a slow ass train goes by piled high with bags of trash. That's a trash train. Wow. Yeah. They got, they ride around picking up trash. And, and there's, there's dudes just riding on top of the trash. The yeah. trash oh, dudes. what? They're just hanging out. That's just their job to ride trash all over the subway. Ride trash, pick up the bags, pick up the bags, pick up the bags, yeah. and then take it, take it away. Meanwhile, oh. you just got done, you know, yeah. doing the set. I bet you they like, get, they probably got paid more than you did in their ass and oh, sitting yeah. on trash. Oh, that's not even a question. <laughs> that's not even a question. <laughs> <laughs> they are making money. A perfect, a perfect nightcap to you. Just like, this is where you are in life. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the trash chain yeah, yeah. at 2 a.m. The man is yeah. looking down on you. Yep, this you is where I'm at. Theme. Say that again, Andy. You just hear the Incredible Hulk theme playing in your head. <laughs> by yourself. Do, 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 do. No cell reception. You don't even know if you're real anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you could be the ghost from Sixth Sense and shit. I'm, I'm, yeah. Someone's so, looking at me. <laughs> yeah. Do I matter? I don't understand. Um, now... Like what? Give me, give me one quick like uh, horror story stand up wise, man. Y'all ever like did a did a gig, didn't get paid, uh, get the run around from you know someone shady, supposed to get on, didn't get up. Like y'all got any uh, any crazy stories, man? Go ahead, Andy. You got a? Oh you gotta... man, I don't know if I have. I'm, I'm trying to think. I don't know if I have one that's real crazy. I've been able to avoid a lot of that. Okay. That mess. I mean, I've had stuff. I've heard stories that are like a Trump. Anything I've ever had happen. 
driving six hours, you show up and the place closed down two weeks ago. <gasps> you know, I've had, I know friends that have had that happen. I've, I've avoided all that stuff though. Man, we knew it. We had a guy, Saron Russell, on the show that said, uh, he drove, uh, like, I forget how many hours, but he drove and, uh, got to the club, performed, and then the dude dipped before it was time to pay him. (laughs) He would see see the guy on Facebook and, and, like, comment on his status. It's like, where's my motherfucking money? The dude didn't block him. <laughs> Saron's a, friends, man. Saron's like a big ex-military motherfucker too, dog. I would not. I would just pay that man. I'm not trying to see him in the streets get randomly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, what about you, uh, Randolph? You ever had any uh, bad situations, man? Oh, I've had. I've had. I don't want to say quite a few, but I've had. I've had enough. I don't. Uh, the. The money-wise, that happens a lot. What happened to Saron? That mm-hmm. just happens. We used to have an ongoing joke about it amongst janky-ass black promoters. They always want to holler at you out by the dumpsters. That's an ongoing thing. <laughs> Come on, baby, let me holler at you out by the dumpsters. You saw the door, man. There's not that many people here. I'm going to have to cut your money. Now, what I'm going to do is... Oh, that's when you know it's about to be some bullshit when you hear this phrase right here. Now, what I'm going to do is... <laughs> It's about to be some bullshit. It's about no. to be some bullshit. What you going to do is motherfucking pay me. What they say it is, hey, let me talk to you for a second, man. It's about to be some bullshit. All of a sudden, he turns into a 1970s dude. Let me talk to you for a second, baby. I need to let you know, baby. I'm like, come on, man. He, Just he, give me my money. He tilt his, he tilt his uh, pimp hat at you? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to bring you back next time, and I'm going to pay you double. <laughs> Uh, I'm back in about two months, baby. I got another show. It's going to be twice the size of this one. Uh, Just hold back for me, and I'll have this money for you, baby. Like, uh, that shit happens a lot. Do they offer y'all food? You get up there, they be like, yeah, it's Disney. You get there, be like, here's a fish plate and some greens. Here's a, pro- here's a problem with that. Mm-hmm. That's how they get you, and they trick you into thinking it's some good shit. Because you get there, they got food for you. They got liquor for you. They got like two girls just randomly dancing in a corner for no reason, just dancing, just, mm, mm. So, oh, it's about to go down here, you know, you think it's going to be something. And then at the end of the night, come in for a second, baby, let me talk to you. <laughs> oh, God. You know really? what they got, too? They have the menu, and then they have the comedian's menu. Now, that's at clubs. That's, that's yeah, different. That's a club. The comedian's okay. menu is like is is like on some loose leaf paper. Like they just made it that big. <laughs> oh. Like you're like they're like you want something to eat? Go ahead, get whatever you want. And you look at the menu like oh I guess I'll have the steak. And then no 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 this is your menu and it's all chicken tenders, potatoes, it's all hot dog. Must be involves hot dog for some reason. Hot dog, ice cream, whatever you want. It's like what what they got is what they had surplus that morning. It's like whatever they had surplus on the menu that morning is the comedian menu. Yeah, yeah. you get all the grade D stuff. Yeah. Oh, we got a lot of canned corn. Put that on the comedian's menu. Oh. Yeah, we got this canned corn about to expire. Yeah, and you be sure to tip uh, to tip our wait staff. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> out, out of the two dollars that you gave me, now I got to get them one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, one thing I really like about y'all's show, man, is uh, I like when you guys discuss uh c- the comedic line like when comedians like uh are deemed like offensive or you know there's a blog post which is like you know seems like every month now 
there's yeah. a you know some yeah. some bloggers like i don't got to write about these comics you know um <laughs> like I, I actually like when y'all discuss that man like that that's a that's a, a pretty cool because you don't always get to see inside of the like comedians mind yeah minds about how they think about stuff man um y'all had a guy on like a couple maybe like a month ago now um that tyler yeah tyler uh it, i think his last name is williams is what i'm saying uh, right? richardson richardson, richardson that's what it was yeah, I, yeah. I knew it was something like extra black um <laughs> but uh tyler richardson man like um now did y'all just like because you guys are in you guys are in boston or are you in new york we're in dc we're in new york. DC. dc yeah i'm in dc yeah, yeah we're in new york okay now do you guys go and like um find him because he's like a friend of yours or did you guys like read that shit and were like we got to get this motherfucker on the show both okay <laughs> literally both yeah it's, we, yeah we we knew him already but as soon as we saw that article we were like he's doing the podcast this week we now, gotta yeah. get him on. do y'all ever worry about that yourselves like you know one day you could go up and uh, oh, fuck. please God write about me. Please <laughs> write about me. Oh, God write about me. Why, why is it? I wonder, maybe we just haven't heard of him, but why isn't there the rape cunt comedian? Like, why isn't there just a dude like, ah! like I, look, I get booed at a lot of places, but let me tell you something. I get the most free publicity on the internet. I just show up, do my rape cunt jokes, and right. every, every day is some motherfucker writing mad and leaving the audience. You know what? He probably could do that. I, I, he probably there probably could be somebody who could do that, but it would it would come off as hack. Yeah, that, that's why it would come off as oh, this is not he don't he don't really mean these rape cunt jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like just imagine if if bloggers were around when Dice Clay was famous. That's what I said. Yo, yeah. that was one of the first things I thought was like, yo, these motherfuckers could never. Go see. They can't even understand a comedian like Clay because he's out there to challenge your sensibilities mm-hmm. only. Yeah. Like he don't even want. Like he don't even need jokes. Like mm-hmm. he'll do some, but he's going to murder that audience. Uh, and like he, this motherfucker has walked people on his CD. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> it's it's kind of starting to go the other way. I think we're going to talk about this. And did you get that thing I sent you about? Uh, the review of bill cosby's last special i actually yeah, yeah. i have that as one of the Did things i want to talk about today yeah that was one yeah, that i, I got to talk list. about that on our podcast i don't the guy was seen to be upset because bill wasn't i don't i don't as raw as louis ck i maybe that's what yeah he, he called bill cosby safe uh and predictably safe which i mean it is your fucking mind, man. <laughs> <laughs> your fucking mind that's you're like you talking about a oh, damn, I'm I'm getting upset again. I was getting upset reading. I was like, this guy's fucking crazy. That's, Every comedian thinks that also. Like, what's wrong with this? Who is this guy? It, why is this guy covering comedy? You clearly don't understand comedy. Uh, that you know what? That's like Ryan Reagan, that, not good because he's safe. That's fucking stupid. That's like tuning in to the Cosby Show and being like. When are they gonna start making meth and killing people? Yeah, yeah. For it's right. like, yeah, it's not gonna happen. That's not what they. I haven't is. seen a titty yet. You know, that's, right. come on. Yeah, they're, they're not catering to you. He's not. A, he's not cussing at these kids or nothing. Let me tell you something. I went and saw Bill Cosby uh, three months ago here. That was one of the best shows I've been to in a long time. 
That was, was just pure stand-up. Ugh, it was in, it was incredible. And he's in his seventies. It was incredible. He did two hours. Well, that's the other thing. How creepy would it be for like a seventy-two-year-old to come out and raw? Yeah, like you don't want to hear dick jokes from a guy in his seventies. Yeah, you know, you it know? was it was kind of like when um, oh shit, my cousin came into the chat room. <laughs> uh, it's kind of like when um, the first time that people hear uh, the dude the, the dude that played Danny Tanner. Um, the first time you hear his act, Bob Saget. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that where it's a kind of off-putting for people. Like it would, Bill Cosby would be that shit times a billion if oh. he came out on Comedy Central and was cussing and doing X-rated stories and all. I'd be like, my childhood is dead. Yeah. Um, it, for the record, well, actually, let me introduce. And by, and by the yeah. way, Bill Cosby is raw. If you go back and think back to uh, uh, what was the one we all watched? Bill Cosby himself. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. talked about his wife hitting his kid, hitting the kids with a yardstick. Mm-hmm. No one was talking to him, and people were laughing at him. I'm like, you're laughing at his wife beating his children with a yardstick. Because I can relate. <laughs> That's child abuse, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. But we all laughed at it because it was funny as shit. He's not the nicest of guys. If you listen to the act, yes. he talks about raw stuff. He just doesn't curse. Right. Um, but... That's what I've always liked about him. Even the show was, even the Cosby show, there was raw shit on there. Yes, People it were was. pregnant, little girls were, were fucking, mm-hmm. and they had to go see their little friends, had to go see him, and mm-hmm. they were worried about getting VD, and you know. My favorite. Bill, Bill uh, couldn't read. <laughs> still one of my favorite uh, moments in TV history is the big speech that uh, Theo gives that on pretty much any other show at that time, and that would've, was the first one. I know exactly right. what you're talking about. Like any any other show at that time, that would have been like the closing speech where the father hugs the son. It's like, I do believe in you, son. You can be anything you want to be. Yeah. And uh Bill gives that pregnant pause and then goes, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, he's not, the, the people act like he's his nice dude. He's a, as Chappelle would say, he's a hard brother from Philly. He's not mm. the nicest of guys. <laughs> oh, you came out of the Philly ghetto. Come on now. Tell him, Gia, you know. Probably <laughs> Gia in the, in the chat room. Philly represent. Thank you, Gia, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, uh, this is the Blackout Test podcast. You can find us at theblackouttest.com. Uh, check iTunes, Stitcher Radio. Uh, leave us a five star review on iTunes. We promise mm-hmm. to read it on the show, regardless of content. Uh, even if you hate the show, we'll read that shit. We will. Um, you can also do stuff like leave us emails, voicemails, all that stuff. That that information is at theblackoutist.com slash about. That's all the contact info. Um, <clears throat> the official weapon of the show is the taser, and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme mm-hmm. and today's podcast is sponsored by tweakedaudio.com go to tweaked audio put in the code tbgwt and get you a bunch of free shit you can get 33 percent off of your headphones that's right they have these uh nice in the ear headphones for when you're at work and you want to listen to your podcast but you don't want to have these big ass like podcasting headphones Phone. like i got or yeah, no, no you know your hello kitty joints your daughter might be using them <laughs> so you want <laughs> you can't see them <laughs> so you want to use you want to use they your inner if you don't 
you all use your discreet inner ear headphones where people walk by your desk they don't even know that you're really listening to some ratchet ass uh podcast like three guys on or the blackout tips um and you get free shipping and they come with a lifetime guarantee i don't know how these motherfuckers are making money but it doesn't matter they give us money when you buy this shit so. yeah you get it quick too people's like hey i got mine the next day that yeah you yeah. get it real quick continue to take advantage of this deal uh because it helps out the show it does um speaking of uh bill cosby man i actually had that article up man it's from the av club yeah um, and a lot of people have issues with it not just the 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 headline is just bill cosby's first tv special in 30 years is predictably safe by josh modell well a lot of people have issues just with the av club in general at this point like they're getting pretty full of themselves and kind of snarky over there man who is these people um well they have a lot of podcasts and stuff but they're basically people that review tv and movies uh every, you know like all the time yeah, but the, the problem is exactly what what your lovely wife just said who is these people <laughs> that's what i need they're nobodies okay they're, they're showing that right by by their statements that they're making you clearly don't know comedy if you if you're going to well you want to say that about bill cosby and don't have a sense of humor yeah and i haven't even seen the special yet but i like honestly i wasn't gonna watch it um i probably well, i probably won't but it won't be because i i don't did i disrespect bill Co- i went i paid money to go see him you know right. what i mean i i don't was it no, predictably eh. safe well, yes yeah, it was predictably safe and i laughed all the way through he showed up he's like what's up motherfuckers his pants were sagging <laughs> Where my niggas at? Like, this change, man. Yeah. Gotta, what are you drinking, girl? <laughs> he got a, got away from Bill last. And, uh, but he was showed up and did some like black people and white people comedy. I'm a big, pretty hack for him. Um, he does, he does man. But uh, yeah, man. I, you know, now I've seen like the reaction too on my because I follow a lot of comedians on Facebook. And I wonder also how much of it is just also that Bill is just untouchable in the comedy community. Like, you can't be talking shit about Bill Cosby, too. He'll be doing it for a long time. Oh, he's he's earned that untouchable untouchability, so. Well, then you look at the dude who wrote it, and then you start, he gave this special a C+. Plus. Right. All right. So then you start, you got to, like, look at him, like, well, what, what which ones did he like? Like, what did he give an A to? Yeah. Aziz Ansari? Yeah, if he gives A's to like a bunch of bullshit, then he's just not credible. You know, he's just a guy who wants clicks. All this stuff is clickbait. Yeah, he gave a a B minus to, uh, it looks like, uh, Mike Tyson's Undisputed Truth. He's insane. Wait, this one. Okay. That live. Tell him about that, Andy. I thought it was, I gave it an A plus. I thought it was fantastic. Let me tell you, uh, why I can't fuck with this dude, though, because. He gave the latest episode of Sons of Anarchy a B, and fuck no. Uh, <laughs> I I still watch that show out of pure spite at this point. I don't even have – there's no good reason to watch Sons of Anarchy. Like it's, it's like I feel about that show the same amount of shame that most people feel about like a crack addiction or something like that. It's like I just can't – I can't quit, baby. I'm trying to get off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you 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 know me. I tap out any minute. I be like, mm, this some bullshit, and I yeah. go in other room and play a video game. I watch that shit, which like I watch that like how fat people eat at night, like just no, just by, by myself, crying. Just, <laughs> yeah, try to avoid that glance in the mirror. Right. Yeah, turn off the lights, baby. Turn off the lights. Good God, what a piece of shit show, man. Um, but uh, all right, yeah. Well, fuck that, man. Let's let's talk about something else. Um. You guys heard about this knockout game? 
Okay. We were just talking about that last night because we were in D.C. Yeah. Um, knockout. I was 15-year-old would come up and say, you better knock me out. <laughs> <laughs> that. <laughs> that shit. What's, what's an, you talking about like actually physically knocking you out? Yeah, here's what's funny. Like the video that they use for this article talking about the knockout game is something we covered, I want to say, over a year ago. Like this shit didn't just happen. Like yeah. motherfuckers been playing the knockout game for a while. Um, but what you do is like, you know, a group of, you know, wayward teens. White teens. By wayward, he means black. I meant black, yeah. Okay. I was implying. Oh, my bad. Uh, 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 street urchins walk down the street and, uh, they, they, he means black. <laughs> they, they, they happen upon, uh, a citizen who's not, you know, paying attention, just doing whatever they're doing. And then they try to sneak and knock his ass the fuck out, uh, like in broad daylight or whatever. And, and, and who out. thinks this is funny? The kids. The kids. They don't even steal anything. They just run away. Yeah. They just so run away. Just knock them out. Yep. That's the game. When and, I was, and, when I was a kid, we had a knockout game, but it was like they would try to make you make yourself pass out. It was oh, like, yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't do that shit because that was like the random selection game like the darwinian evolution game because only stupid motherfuckers like try to get passed out on purpose but um yeah this this is uh totally different now they're knocking your ass out like this is and, crazy and this is not funny uh I, and and it maybe to me uh these children have never had their asses knocked out so they don't really understand what happens when you knock somebody out they mm-hmm. don't really understand yeah. that the yeah. shit is not funny at all and you're gonna walk up and try to knock somebody out and you're not gonna be strong enough to knock them out and they're gonna shoot stab and kill everybody in sight because y'all thought some shit was funny yeah. well they're not gonna pick certain people they ain't gonna walk up on rod and start punching they'll walk up on you yeah. They ain't gonna walk up on rides. That's what that, that's what people keep saying, but I feel like it's my duty to balance the scales and just start whooping random 15 year olds ass. <laughs> like somebody yeah. gotta do it. The, the, yeah. I'm gonna play the whooping well, game. Look, I was, I was talking to Randolph last night about this. Like it's just like everybody wanted kids to get out more. Yeah. Like, play the, in the video game with headgear on. In the video game world, you can knock anybody out and there's no consequences. And they respawn. Yep. No, I ain't no respawning here. Yeah, right. It's like oh, you just reload nah, the game. I really lose my eye. My eye does not come back. There's um group of kids come up on me and swing on me. If I'm not unconscious, I'm gonna beat the brakes off a 15 year old. That's what that, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that shit. And and see, and that that's and I 100 uh, percent agree. And, and knock me into unconsciousness because <laughs> I'm gonna nah, I'm gonna get up. <laughs> uh, Kia Kia said, <laughs> very white. I'm just gonna call the police. Kia said, uh, what city are they doing this at? Uh, it's oh, happened in D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, young lady got. She was on a bike and somebody punched her. Mm-hmm. I think it's happening in New York. Brooklyn. Yeah. 20 year old. They got a 20 year old dude in Brooklyn and a 12 year old kid in Brooklyn on his way to Hebrew school. Yeah. See, so they pick the right people. You pick a 12 year old Jewish kid. Mm hmm. Slight black hat coat. You know what I mean? You pick right. the right people because you bitches. Bitches. And, and, and I have a question. Does anybody ever tell these children that this is assault? Like people can press charges. Uh, I think that's. If they find I think that's the. Ass. I think that's the fun of it, is that, that you're getting away with assault. 
okay i'm grown and i maybe i'm like fuck you little kids this shit is not funny to me i'm thinking about mm-hmm. insurance i'm thinking about hospital stay <laughs> you know that's what my mind's going right yeah 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 i look i've been locked out it ain't fun mm-hmm. it ain't fun it's a shitty experience not i didn't get knocked out like this don't get me right. wrong but. right I'm sure you fought the fair one and they, they got worse yeah. of it. I, I've, I've knocked myself out, well, kind of by accident where I seen stars because I was reaching down one time and I didn't see the chair and I hit my head upside the chair mm. and like seen stars for a hot second. So, that is, uh, that is just, <laughs> well, that's that special. Well, that, that, that was also, that was also because dinner wasn't ready on time. And, uh, oh, no. <laughs> you know what I meant to ask you guys? How was Chris when he opened for, um, Oh, Chris Hardwick. Oh, Chris, great. he was a revelation, man. Uh, that dude killed. We was, a, we was cheering. He was killing in the theater, dog. And um, that theater was like ninety nine point nine percent white nerds. <laughs> so like I like when I walked in, uh, I remember being like looking around. I seen all the brothers and sisters. I was like, uh oh. Like yeah, he know. said, he said you and Fonte came. From, yeah, um, little brother came. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did, man. Um, we came in and uh, like uh, we got there like a like maybe a couple minutes into his set because we couldn't find parking. But um, when we got in, man, I was I was nervous for him, and then he just started going into his twelve years a slave joke, and I was like, we about to see all the white guilt like choke the <laughs> laughter up in here because <laughs> it, it's hard to get a laugh about doing some slavery to black people in 2013 but he he did it man so i, I was uh very impressed man he's a straight up professional kids say y'all are always late black people are always late that oh. is true um, it's a big type, huh? some white people was late too with us so okay. you know, i noticed they didn't count it, it was a mixed crowd yeah <laughs> and, it, and it, i take the credit for him working with hardwick we take all the credit for that that's yeah, yeah. Awesome. We take because we booked him to open for Chris Hardwick oh. at the Draft House, specifically okay. so he could try to make a connection with Hardwick, and he ran with it, man. Hey, good for him, man. We yeah. take a lot of credit for him too because he did the podcast before he was uh, working with any of these people. So you go, man. I'll be like, you got that blackout to his bump, man. I'm expecting y'all to blow up yeah. now. Yeah, um, yeah. We, 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 I mean, you know, we'll take. We'll take it. We'll take all the way. We'll take out. We'll take out the credit for your hard work, uh, <laughs> your, your net, your networking, your behind the scenes, your two a.m. dumpster uh, train uh, days. <laughs> we'll take all that credit. Somebody take credit for that. <laughs> uh, did y'all hear about the uh, two Secret Service agents that uh, got caught up and uh, end up getting cut from uh, Obama's detail? Yeah, I, I know a Secret Service agent who knows that guy. What? Yeah, I know. See, I know a Secret Service agent who's on Obama's detail. Oh shit! Now, yeah. Well, don't say nothing. Don't get him fired too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't say his name, but yeah. well, no, <laughs> no. Um, well, apparently, um, this is like now the first time they had an incident. It was uh, these niggas went down to like Brazil and was getting bitches and shit and. Oh, yeah. they, they didn't pay. I remember that. Right. They wasn't well, cheering. Was if they'd have paid, nobody would have ever known this shit happened. Right. Come on. Could be greedy, man. She's trying to make a living. Exactly. Uh, could you could you imagine everybody looking like, nigga, you could have, t- I'd have paid on your behalf. If- yeah. And yeah. I, I kind of feel like anytime we learn anything about any Secret Service agent, they should be fired because that ain't secret. It's your lane. Like you're doing a bad job <laughs> off tops, man. It's like when that dude in the CIA got caught cheating. It's like he got to go just because he got caught. I don't give yep. a fuck yeah. about his morals. It's supposed to be sit- stealth. Yeah. <laughs> you can't get caught sending dick pics like the regular motherfucker on Twitter. That You got to go. 
um all right a call from the hay adams hotel this past spring reporting that a secret service agent was trying to force his way into a woman's room set in motion an internal investigation that has sent tremors through an agency still trying to restore its elite reputation uh, the incident came a year after the agency was roiled by a prostitution scandal in Carter Jean in Columbia, prompted vows from senior officials to curb a male dominated culture of hard party and other excesses. Can't believe this happened on Obama's watch and not Bush. It seemed like if anybody was going to party, it would have been his boys. Come on now. Yeah, this might be a conspiracy or some shit. They give him all the like fuck ups. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what was you at? Man, I was in the bathroom getting a blowjob. What happened? He didn't get shot, did he? <laughs> I'm, I'm, back, I'm back from my break the service named its first female director julia pearson seven months i'm sure she's popular with the guys i uh, know right <laughs> no she ain't going for none of that let's, bullshit let's oh, bring yeah. a woman into the frat to police this shit i know these dudes call her so many names behind her back i mean um, you got to yeah the, the, that oh my god the, the secret service locker room you don't want a mic in there oh um, no secret secret deodorant service <laughs> right <laughs> a lot of lotion in there um an extensive Aww. inspector general report on the agency's culture launched in the wake of Cartagena scandal is expected to be released in coming weeks all right the disruption the disruption at the hayes adam hotel in may involved ignacio zamora jr a senior supervisor who yeah. oh well, yes karen i'm saying when you learn their names you know they officially are out of the club because mm-hmm. before that no nobody know their name who oversaw about two dozen agents in the secret service uh in their most elite assignment the president's security uh, detail wow he reported to him zamora was allegedly discovered attempting to re-enter a re-enter a woman's room after accidentally leaving behind a bullet from his uh, service weapon yeah <gasps> What was it doing yeah, out the gun? Yeah. The story, the story got a little deeper after that. <laughs> what was he? What was it doing out of the gun, dog? Well, the, here's the thing: mm-hmm. the Secret Service guys, they, they have to leave. They have, their bullet has to be in the chamber at all times. Mm-hmm. No safety. That's how their guns are. Okay. Okay. So he goes in there with the girl. He takes the. He drops the clip out of it, and then he clears the bullet out of the chamber and sits it on the table. Okay. And then, okay, now you look. Now, every man knows that after you, uh, after you, uh, reach your moment, mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or after, after your butt cheek clenched up tight, your brain gets foggy. Right. Okay, after, we all know. After, that. Uh, after she takes the shot for you. Yes, your brain gets ah! foggy <laughs> after, yeah. after that. After, as my cousin Troy is saying in the, uh, chat room, your brain gets foggy so he gets up gets dressed puts the the clip back in the gun chambers another bullet and walks out gets out the door he probably got about halfway up the hall too and was like oh shit i forgot that bullet Mm. okay now because he skeeted quickly i'm guessing she was like fuck you you can't have the bullet back i ain't letting you back in Mm. Okay, yeah. it, it's like the equivalent of leaving the DVD in the in the DVD. Player. It's exactly that. Okay. <laughs> exactly, that. except except in this case, instead of just getting you yelled at, it's gonna cost him his job. Mm. Mm. Okay, it doesn't even get you yelled at; it just gets you a face. Give us a face, baby. Show us the face. You know the face. <laughs> Give us the DVD face. Look at the face. <laughs> like you know, 
you know that the uh you know you know the children keep their barney dvd in there come on uh-oh yeah um yeah well yeah, apparently that's when your wife walk over there and all of a sudden you push that vhs player off the track like off mm-hmm. the top of the tv yeah in a fo- in a follow-up investigation agency officials also found that zamora and another supervisor timothy barracloth uh-oh uh, had sent ex- uh, sexually suggestive emails to a female subordinate, according to those with knowledge of the case. On company email? You know what? I don't even have a problem with that because uh, unless she had a problem with receiving this email, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't give a ah! uh, Officials have <laughs> removed Zamora from his position and moved Barracloth off the detail to a separate part of the division. People hey, familiar with son. the case said. Um, yeah, you know, this is one of those things where he got caught on the hindsight because then they were like, well, let's look into all his shit. Oh, you out here sending your dick pics? Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly what they do. Yeah. So don't just do your dirt quietly. Just do your dirt. Yeah, this terrible like, I'm not. I'm not going to morally judge these people. I'm just going to say it's supposed to be a secret, bro. That's what I'm t- You work for the Secret Service. It's your job to go shh. Well, yeah. I, I bet you I know what happened. She wanted to see his gun. And mm-hmm. he was like, let me take the bullet. Because when you hand your gun to somebody, you're supposed to take the clip out. Right. That's the first thing you do. You take the bullets out. So he's like, hey, here's the gun. Go ahead and play with it a little bit. you know? Because, mm-hmm. look, look at my gun. I got a lot of power. And then he skied right. it quick. And she was like, fuck you. Right. You know? Point this gun in my dick. He should have just told her, no, you can't see my gun. Would <laughs> <laughs> he be able to break into a hotel room? I mean, isn't that like, <laughs> right. a service agent? Aren't, aren't they like ninjas? Power. Like, yeah. they're supposed to be able to do everything. Yeah, I think... All I know is the one I know is in amazing shape. That's all I know. <laughs> like, you hear... It's funny because you always hear... um you know about how like you know badass these dudes are man but and, and then you'll hear people say stuff like you know every time obama apologizes for something that america did it makes america look weak i think nothing makes us look weaker than secret service agents that like can't keep it in their pants and keep it on the down low like yeah. in other countries if someone's gonna attack somebody it's definitely gonna be like this is the kind of shit they're looking for like hey man just send some bitches to secret service man we got all day to kill this motherfucker ah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he said we got all day to kill us. Yeah. You're right. Send send yeah. send send them some drinks and some prostitutes and uh, we'll be fine. Um well, drinks and prostitutes will get you a law will go a long way in any situation. I, I have found. Yeah, that's how they did business on Mad Men. And uh <laughs> shit worked. Uh women a woman was fined thirty five hundred dollars for leaving a negative review online. Why is that? Uh apparently she went to uh, cleargear.com in 2008 to get a present for her husband for Christmas. Okay. Uh, she, she the, the shit uh, didn't arrive within 30 days. It didn't ship. Transaction was automatically canceled by PayPal. However, she left a review on ripoffreport.com in early 2009 detailing her experiences with trying to reach the company's customer service. She says, a company like yours while catering to geeks, should first and foremost understand that while electronic communication is nice, there are inevitably times that human contact is necessary. At this point, the only thing I can determine is that your customer service department, in fact, your whole company, is so busy returning voicemails from disgruntled customers that they are unable to take live calls of any kind. Oh, and then, I don't even... Then she dropped her keyboard and walked away. She mm-hmm. was so happy with that review. <laughs> yeah, that's, this sounds like a normal complaint. Yeah, she gave she gave a piece of her mind. And, uh, yeah. 
Uh, in all fairness, I don't think there's any complaint letter that you could read from anybody that doesn't sound like they're being an asshole. But you know, that's because yeah. you're mad. Like uh, this shit would have sound bad if it was if, motherfucker. Goddamn, <laughs> what is this shit? Um, but three years later, Palmer's husband received an email from ClearGear.com demanding that the post be taken off a ripoff report or the couple would face a fine. Apparently, Palmer violated a non-disparagement agreement hidden within the terms of sale on ClearGear's website. Uh, the clause Does that read, mean you can't complain? It means you can't complain. Yeah, right. <laughs> Come on, baby. <laughs> In an <Can't> error. Complain. <laughs> <laughs> In an effort to ensure fair and honest public feedback and to prevent the publishing of libelous content in any form, your acceptance of this sales contract prohibits you from taking any action that negatively impacts ClearGear.com, its reputation, product, service, and management or employees. Crazy, man. Like, I didn't, people sign well, who, shit all the time. Who reads the terms of service? Nobody. I mean, you know, that, the, who's, I've probably sold my organs. I mean, I don't know what's in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Facebook yeah. on Facebook on all of our retinas right now. Yeah. Give, and yeah. Nobody knows. Yeah. Like, all you women, we gonna take that left ovary. Right. You go. You owe that to Facebook, baby. That's mine. Um. But yeah, man. Thirty five hundred dollars. Just be careful, man. I wonder how. Even with that, how? I don't. Maybe just me. Mm-hmm. The, as we live in a society where people complain about shit all the time. So if you give me bad service, I can't say your motherfucking service sucks online. Well, the worst part is that I heard that uh, Tyler Perry's going to start putting this on movie tickets. So <laughs> everybody, everybody watch it oh, back. He's going to be in trouble then. Mm-hmm. People are like, I'll pay you fine. You have to leave It'll out of It'd be a cold day in hell before they got that damn thing, <laughs> that damn money out of me. Tell you that shit. <laughs> right. right. Just don't. I just <laughs> wouldn't pay it. <laughs> three three thirty five hundred dollars man fuck you and i didn't get my shit no man yeah. no, just no. Think, if they didn't wait if, if the order got canceled then there's no terms of service to agree to right um i don't know man i'm guessing like yeah it that does seem like a really gray area man because you didn't get your yeah. shit so did we really have a sale did a sale really take, take place? place right right yeah um, give me my give me my shit and I'll take the review down. How about that? Yeah, there you go. It's only been four years, or five years. <laughs> um, uh, did you guys know that uh, there was going to be a reality TV show for Canada's? Uh, apparently, you can't say this w- without saying his name. Uh, crack smoking mayor. Um, oh, Crackenstein. <laughs> yeah. I like that the news is running with the crack shit so hard because like. It's like he fought them tooth and nail so they couldn't say it for, for months, even mm-hmm. though they knew he smoked that crack. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now, that, now that he has admitted it, oh, they, they gonna ride that. it's like a woman when you lose an argument. Like that shit will never not come up. Every single ah. report I see is like the crack smoking mayor of Canada. Crack like, it, crack, crack, crack. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you, you, you got to. Like I tried to talk about it on stage last night, but. Mm-hmm. They try to act like crack is like a recreational drug. Like people, I saw somebody defending him. Like they're like, well, it's just, you know, I mean, you know, just do drugs every now and then. Just do drugs. You don't just, you don't just, oh, you know, you don't, you don't do that away with crack. That's like cocaine, weed, Mm -hmm. not crack. It's like crack or heroin. You don't just throw that shit away. Well, you know, just have a party. Well, that, no one does that. This that's fucking crack, man. That's what. That's what. Crack. They probably just got crack in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> right. Don't know what crack it's cheap. It's cheaper. No I feel like if you're gonna do it, you got to do it with a free healthcare system. Like he probably got us all beat. 
um but but the thing is though um i wonder how much like it kind of reminds me of mary and barry how they used to call him crack smoking and he never really was a crack smoker you know what i mean like he was trying to get some pussy and this chick was like hey you want to do some crack first and he was like i guess it was (laughs) yeah yeah i I suppose like on that video it shows him picking up a crack pipe and going how you use this thing like that that, (laughs) that's not a crack smoker that's that's a dude trying to get some trim but he He, got he was he was double sad when he got busted yeah (laughs) i I didn't i didn't smoke the crack or get the pussy right yeah i'm going to jail and i ain't getting no pussy (laughs) like that everybody just keeps glossing over that shit when they talk about that report like he it's a reason he said bitch set me up it wasn't just because the police busted he was like i don't even smoke crack (laughs) This is bullshit. DC, Marion Barry, all the way leading up to that, he was he was like having these weird incidents where something would happen and like he'd be out at three in the morning for some reason. He was it wasn't like Rob Ford level, but he was apologizing for a lot of shit. So the media was about to jump on him too, and then he got caught smoking crack. But Damn. he at least went away after that. Yeah, Rob Ford don't give a fuck. So he was gonna get a reality TV show. It's been pulled back. So after, yeah. after, it was like 24 hours within the now of the announcement that he will have a TV show. They have already decided that you cannot depend on the consistency of a crackhead to show yeah. up at production shoots. Yeah. Unless, all y'all stuff going to be sold. Unless it's called celebrity rehab and he's not yeah. getting on a TV show. Yeah. Right? They're going to exactly. come in there, but like, all the equipment for the show is gone. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? It's going to be, all of a sudden it's going to go down to a one camera shoot after a while it's like i don't know don't sound yeah what keeps happening to the equipment what's the boom mic um but yeah he uh he decided i mean well they decided not to do it speaking of uh cocaine and politicians uh trey rattle uh republican florida of course just found out about this today of course uh of course yeah. Florida. yeah a freshman member of congress was arrested for cocaine possession late last month uh, he right before that he had backed the gop plan to make food stamp recipients pee in cups to prove that they were drug free and hence worthy of eating wow yeah yeah oh man that is just like that level of privilege is like in a i it's it's, it's fucking mwah. delicious well you gotta think about the level of privilege he got caught in dc mm. yeah and you get caught with some with some drugs in dc you're going to jail mm-hmm. unless of course you're a white congressman then you're right and well, then and then because florida's worse with their minimum sentences yes. he actually got lucky with that but then he came out with that statement. He was like, you know, I got to suffer from alcoholism. And he wants, like, empathy for people. Yeah. So he doesn't want to give any empathy to someone on welfare who might have a yeah. judge alcoholism. Yeah. This oh, is, yeah. you know. If you're on welfare, I'd be the first one to say, yeah, go ahead and get high, dog. Yeah. You, you know. <laughs> Yeah, you, you know what that shit said. That's from now on. You pee in the cup before you get your paycheck. Well, you know, yeah. here's the thing that um I like about this guy um is that he, and along with Rob Ford, I feel like they're not getting enough credit for pushing the envelope for in this genre of getting caught with drugs. Uh, this is like the first time uh, it, in recorded history that I know of and you have to give white people the credit for this they are saying that if you get drunk that's the thing that makes you do hardcore narcotics so they don't have a narcotics problem they have a drinking problem that's that's some new shit 
Yeah, Andy, your camera just pl- crapped out. It, it'll yeah, come. my laptop battery just died. Oh, okay. All right. Um, my camera still ain't on. <laughs> right. We're just struggling <laughs> on the camera, too. I've been seen this whole time. But, she uh, wants to see what it looked like. I've not been seen this whole time. I'm uh, very sad. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, man, I think that, uh, white people need to get more credit for this, man. This is like some, uh, hip hop. Uh, this is like, you know, hip hop is ahead of the game, uh, of several genres. Yes, I feel are. like, uh, <laughs> white politicians are ahead of the drug game oh. in, in several ways. Cause like these motherfuckers probably end up going to like alcohol rehab or something. Oh, is that what's causing now alcohol? That's what they mm-hmm. say. That's what they say. That's what they say. I don't believe them. Mm-mm. No. It's like, I it's, you know, those dudes that go, I only, a lot. I only smoke a cigarette when I drink. It's like, well, how yeah. do you drink? Every yeah. night of the week. I only smoke crack when I drink. <laughs> right. <laughs> you do that? You smoke crack when you drink? Only when I drink. Yeah. Only when I'm, I'm done. Smoking rocks on the rocks. There <laughs> you go. I'm, I'm a social crackhead. Is. Some people are social alcoholics. I'm a social crackhead. Man. There it is. Have a couple, a glass of wine and some fine rocks. Um, That's insane. Well, who knows what other crazy shit is going on in Congress? It might be like eyes wide shut. I mean, you don't know what's going on with that. That's true. With the chambers there. He might be. He might be like the 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 least crazy of all of them. I just He's wish. I just wish I was like in the. Like I wish I could be in his brain when he like uh, pledged his vote against uh, people on drugs taking welfare. Just like what was it? Like that's more weed for me. That's more shit for me. <laughs> we, we got to clear up these streets, baby. I got coke to smoke. <laughs> and, more uh, for me. <laughs> more for me. You think he could? It's funny. Him? None of the none of the Republicans have tried to distance himself from him yet. But when Anthony Weiner got caught showing his showing his Weiner, mm-hmm. they were quick to jump on his ass. I'm like, that's not illegal. That's true. It's not illegal to do that. The problem with Anthony Weiner was that he kept doing it. Like, I actually think he, like, cause remember the first time he got caught and then, like, he apologized and then he went away for a bit. Yeah. And, and I was like, oh, good for this dude. And then he came back and then he got caught again. I said, God damn it. Like, yeah. Then he I, had his wife looking like a fucking idiot. Yeah. And now he's probably pissed that he didn't think of this. Well, he's like, I smoke some crack. Yeah. You know? <laughs> He's like, uh, you know, I only show my dick when I get drunk. And, uh, yeah, I drink a lot. Got a drinking well, also, problem. I mean, since dick pics are such a new thing, there's probably not a, not an effective rehab. Right. That's true. For dick pics. You know, oh, like, it's, what, are the, what are the 12 steps? It's, it's, <laughs> it's coming soon. It's coming soon. It's called Dick, Dick Anonymous. Dick Anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> dick Anonymous. Yeah. Dick, I'm in Dick Anonymous. I'm in DA. Um, <laughs> like, I, the, the other thing too, though, is like, a lot of people could have related to that tragedy if he had been like, yo, I send my dick pics out when I get drunk. People would be like, yo, me too. It's the only way I can do it. Um, all right, man. Uh, we got some games to play here. Um, all right. We, uh, here are the blackout tips. We play a couple games with our guests every once in a while. This, this first one is, is not requiring guest participation, but we play it every week to cope with the sadness of, uh, you know, being black in America. It's called fucking with black people. Let's, let's get the music. <laughs> Oh, what's wrong? Well, that was like kind of There you go. Just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking, fucking with black, black people. people. That's right, guys. Time to play some fucking with black people. And today's contestants on fucking with black people, the GOP. Come on, step on up, uh, GOP, and get your get your applause. Um, <laughs> the, apparently, uh, this happened a while ago. I just didn't feel like covering it, but um. Uh, 
the GOP had like this um meeting where um this convention where they brought uh the mothers of like some slain black people's like like slain sons um to to, to like uh this uh this conference they had um to try to be like look black people stand your ground laws actually help more black people than they kill innocent black people saw that yeah yeah um, saw that Trayvon Martin's mother was there yep uh Senator Ted Cruz that which makes me wonder like did they know this was gonna happen like was this a surprise I, to them I guarantee it was I guarantee you, if they told them they was gonna do this I know you they'd have came angry and protest not trying yeah. to be funny well, and stuff like gone. that yeah yeah, yeah. Just, they wouldn't have gone like I, really, I wouldn't have wasted my time i really believe it was an ambush like the way they was like yeah we just want to get up there and say a few words and we would appreciate you can and then when they show up that's like uh yeah it's your fault he got shot uh anyway uh back to <laughs> make sure you guys vote for ted cruz um I understand for the family you're simply mourning the loss of your son. I understand that. But there are other players that are seeking to do a great deal more based on what happened that Florida night. So he's trying to educate them. Like, I know you lost a son. But there's, However. <laughs> yeah. But what about this law? Y'all going to, we're going to lose the law. We ain't going to be able to yeah. just shoot people. Let's talk about the real tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> the guns. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I thought that that you was know, it. So. Yeah, I thought that was that was kind of fucked up, man. Um, especially to go. It was get like, the- see, we told these black people they came, they showed up, not not telling them that you really tricked these folks to get in there in the first place. Yeah, which is yeah. like this is always white people's mistake when it comes to Trayvon Martin is when they try Andy. They, My bad. <laughs> especially especially Andy. Um, that's why we brought him here. This is an ambush. We don't even care about the show. Um, nah, but um, where they try to get extra logical. With people that's pissed about this shit, it's like man, it's fucked up in America, still killing our sons, and they be like, well, you know, actually, fifty five percent of the time, I'm like, fuck you, man, want to yeah, hear that shit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, by, and, and if you can take the emotion out of it, and you just listen to the stats they throw at you. You're like, that's not true. Yes, <laughs> yeah. The stats you're using aren't really true. Yeah, that is the yeah, other part. I, I heard them on the television. <laughs> right. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, I get these guys, I get these guys a hundred points. Uh, cause one, they had the audacity to go get some black families to say this in yeah. front of that had lost their kids. Like, points. what's the scale? Is it zero to a hundred? Zero to a hundred. Uh, it yeah, in, intervals of 25. That 105 to have the balls to say it to, <laughs> to Trayvon Martin's face? To their families, <laughs> dog. His face? That's, you got, that's about 110. Yeah, you might as well stuck your middle fingers yeah. up too. Just. Were they holding their dicks when they said it? Right. <laughs> <laughs> They walk around, uh, they came out in a hoodie and shit. Like, yeah, it's, <laughs> fuck these dudes, and man. And sprinkle skittles on and, and be then, like, you know what? We don't care no and more. And then I can't, hey. I cannot wait for two more years when we had a general election. And then we have to have the awkward, why don't black people vote for Republicans speech? It's like, cause it's shit like this, man. You could have well. just, you could have just had them there and been like respectful and not even brought the shit up even. Like, I'm not even going to, Go so far as to say change your policy on it, which you probably should if you want black people to vote for you. But just being respectful, even they don't even have the fucking ability to respect people to their face. Like that is amazing. It's just that it's that political opportunism. Like remember when the government shut down, Michelle Bachman was over at the World War II Memorial getting her picture taken. 
Right. You know, they just want to get their face in the paper. They don't care who they who they trample. Someone who just lost their kid, fuck them. Yeah. They'll take my picture. Well, we covered the dudes that they did that to, and afterwards they were like, uh, we're not in the tea party. We're not here because we fucking support one side over the other. We just wish that this memorial was open during the shutdown. That's it. That's our political affiliation is veterans want this this open. And instead it was like, let's take pictures of these motherfuckers and get in the paper. Yeah, we just want to look at everything. I brought a sandwich. We just want to sit here and hang out. That's <laughs> right. all. Like, can I mourn my dead friend? Lost uh, him in Okinawa. Yeah, since 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 they uh staff uh, right. uh intern out, did they not you know didn't pay during the lockout? I just picture like uh like a seventy five year old veteran like you know I lost Jeff in Okinawa and I remember I had to come back and I gave his wife. His uh, his medals, and you know, I I, t- I promised him that on the anniversary Tell I would come that here. Heart story. Yeah, on his an- on the anniversary of his death, every year I would come here, and I would sit, you know, a, a cheese sandwich on it because we used to eat a cheese sandwich together. <laughs> and then just Michelle Bachman shows up like, uh, uh smile please, Cha-ching. All right, guys, let's get out of here. Fuck him. Ah, pretty um, much. All right. yeah, pretty much a metaphor like you know, we're sandwiched between the democrats you know like <laughs> right. right like that cheese in that sandwich we stick together right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right man um now let's play our other game which is called guess the race now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time i said now that it's time for some guess the race that's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show across all the podcast land where we play or read news articles from all over the world. And we ask our guest today, uh, it'll be uh, Randolph and Andy from Three Guys On Podcast, to guess the race. The chat room to, plays I along. I tell you, we're pretty good at this. We do it on our podcast, too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm just letting you know. I, I knew. I knew we got some experts. And I'm gonna get. I'm gonna guess first. The the people who claimed the instruments on that theme song were white. <laughs> <laughs> and the chat room, the chat room plays along, and they're pretty racist. So yes. here we go. Uh, here's the first one. Uh, apparently, two couples chose love over Chiefs tickets uh, last week. Uh, let's let's hear about this. How did these men sacrifice their balls to impress their ladies? Well, the Chiefs' success on the field so far this season turned out to be great for the love lives of several couples. Uh, Amy Holly found two of them today, and she joins us now from po- Power and Light District downtown, where Chiefs fans watch tonight's game. Probably a little bummed right now, but... But still, you know what? People are really excited. A lot of people are still hanging out down here. Just a few minutes ago, there was a Super Bowl-sized crowd down here from McFadden's in the Power and Light District. And you can still see here at the bar, some people are lingering on. An insane love of the game, though, can cause sometimes some problems with the love of your life. But what two men did tonight will score with their wives for a lifetime. There's, there's no way that lady hasn't been drinking. She sounds drunk. Was she a reporter? Yeah, she sounded yeah. so drunk. She was a reporter, yes. She was like, up, uh, up, they talking to me? Up, yes, she, you. Yeah. You got to remember, she's been sitting in this bar all day. Uh, yes, waiting yeah. to, to this cover this minutes. story. There's no way she wasn't fucked up, man. Come on now. Yeah, she was waiting for the crack to show up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Two men. Uh, all right, let me uh, finish this article. 
on Friday, and what her soon-to-be husband did to get it makes her love it and him even more. That was a big gesture. It was. I mean, he can go buy a ring. Instead of money, the rabid cheese fan, the season ticket holder, who turned his house red with the red carpet and all, gave up two of the most wanted cheese tickets in a decade. He exchanged his Chiefs Broncos home game seats for a wedding ring. A ring another woman had from a previous marriage. That's a white guy. You can stop. That's a white guy. Coveted tickets. Right. <laughs> so, That's a white guy. Randall's calling it early. He's uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I told you we're good at this. You can start. That's a white guy. Andy, do you want me to keep going? Or you uh, you want to put your guess in um, now? I was leaning white when she said she was at McFadden's. Okay. All right. Let's check the uh, <laughs> chat room and see what they believe the race is. Uh, Troy Bronson says white. Uh, it wasn't a basketball t- game. White, says Kia. <laughs> white. Whiter than cheese. Cheesehead white cheddar. God damn, oh. Brandon APA, Confederate flag waving, money grabbing Jew, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Gonna <laughs> yeah, throw stones like that? Christ. They get edgy that's here. Brandon APA. That's none of us. <laughs> okay. Uh, Chiefs, I'm going to say white, says Shay. I guess you know something about the Kansas City area. Uh, the correct answer yes, is. is white. You guys got it right. <laughs> and nobody got it wrong. Let's go to the next story. An Orlando mother, oh, Florida, of course, of course, God. Florida. An Orlando mother was arrested Friday at the police. Said, immediately put black, by the way, when you said Orlando mother. <laughs> <laughs> black already. Didn't even get the guess. Uh, Orlando mother was arrested Friday at the police. Said she walked away from a traffic crash, tossed her toddler toward an officer and punched another cop. That's a black lady. No, stop. That's a black lady. Is she playing the knockout game? <laughs> <laughs> and she won. At the, it's either a black lady or a meth white woman. I just, well, she, could be a, she could be a gypsy. I just, uh, yeah, they do that. Gypsies in do Europe, that. When they want your money, they'll throw a baby at you. You catch the baby, they'll pick your pockets. Pick yeah. your oh. baby back. I just I also just picture her throwing it like Monique and Precious, like when she threw that <laughs> mongoloid baby across and shit. Um, a sport utility vehicle driven by Tamika Williams, twenty eight, yeah, well, <laughs> clipped a tree, rolled over, oh, crashed shit. into a fence. Um, about eleven fifty five p.m. She was on that crack. <laughs> Williams put out the got out the SUV and then got back in and tried to drive away. A resident who was awakened by the crash told investigators the vehicle was disabled, however, and Williams walked off with her two-year-old daughter. Uh, Williams would not stop when police told her to, so one officer ran in front of her. She threw her daughter at him, forcing me to catch the baby, he said. Now, that dude would have really been focused if he had dropped that baby. He would be like, no, I'm making an arrest right now. I'm not in baby catching mode. <laughs> Um, you gotta brush it to the side. <laughs> I mean, he swatted it down like a football. He just swatted down. He knocked the baby technique. He knocked the baby baby down like a DV and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, "That's your fault." Yeah. And then he wags his finger in her face. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible mother. Get out of here. Stars doing a dance. Um, Williams would not stop when they talked to him. So she threw the baby at him. Williams, who's facing, whose face was bleeding and smelled of alcohol and punched a police. She then punched a female officer in the head and continued to hit her until the cops holding Williams' baby tased her. Um, with, with, with her baby in hand. It was like, right. you know what, baby? Come on. We're going for a ride. Let me tase your mama. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting night out for that young kid. I'm sure that's going to grow up to go to college and be a scholar. 
uh williams was arrested on charges of child neglect battery of a law enforcement officer resisting arrest for violence and leaving the scene of an accident you guys uh ready to guess the race here oh yeah she's black there's not even a question all right. yeah i'm going black <laughs> all right let's check the chat room I also like that Andy is not afraid to go black. Too often we get white. I hate when we get white guests that are just like, zebra, gray, giraffe. Irish. Yeah. She's Irish. Alien. Like, you know, you know you guys want to say black. It's fine. Watermelon world star Jigaboo, says Mallory Reynolds. Um, oh, Tamika, <laughs> Tamika was trying to get to the club before 12 to get in free. Black. <laughs> it's, a, it's a rush, guys. Ladies, ladies night. Hmm. she definitely pre-party uh no father mentioned hair braided kool-aid tea stain fat butt porch monkey oh my um she was just acting out children's story black <laughs> <laughs> oh my <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't think there's a baby in children's story though <laughs> she threw a baby at the one and then he popped out of <laughs> <laughs> uh, black mama don't play pop pop uh don't drop the da 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 blakey uh ex- expected the cops to treat her baby like a bad cornerback black Aww. uh so many ways to spell tamika black the correct answer is, is and nobody missed it black y'all on the road hey you guys are two for two here man chat rooms two for two. all right here we go here's another one <clears throat> william gibson 50 years old allegedly exposed himself outside of a goodwill store in jensen beach florida earlier this month oh florida florida man then he claimed that he was airing out his penis (laughs) (laughs) it's Uh, you know my penis air dry it's interesting um gibson allegedly first struck his stuck his hand down on his pants and smelled his fingers before (gasps) dropping well you want to make sure it's fresh karen you brought up the hygiene earlier uh before dropping his drawers then according to a witness statement obtained by the tc palm all of a sudden gibson just pulled down the front of his underwear to expose his genitals fluffing them fluffing that's a white guy fluffing them fluffing you fluff a witness called sheriff's deputies who say gibson stated he was arrested merely for airing out his penis you mean he jerked off there's 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 a lot of wild card things in there like Mm -hmm. uh airing out the penis that sounds like something that a black guy would say i'm just trying to air my shit out you know that sounds like i could see that coming out of a coming out of a 50 year old black man's house <laughs> karen will you say something i'm sorry go ahead no uh, so he jerked off well uh fluffing i'm uh, i'm assuming not necessarily jerking oh i thought you talking about you not like him. a not like a hard jerk but maybe like a reverse hand like kind of okay just get some blood Cause, flowing down cause there when you say fluffing i'm thinking like fluffer you know for yeah. the porn stars right. you know they come and they fluff them so that's yeah. what I was but, like, the, but the fluffer doesn't like get you off they just get you erect okay well, self fluffing then yeah he was self fluffing yeah. okay that's i'm imagining more of a slow stroke just kind of like get a chubby um this well, is also everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's the thing. Here's why he's white. You mm-hmm. you stick your fingers down there and you smell. It's not fresh, right? Right. Yeah. Right. That's now, true. A, a black person knows enough about hygiene to think it's time to take a shower mm-hmm. and there lotion up. A white okay. you, the air the air dry doesn't make the smell go away. Haven't we all tried that at some point in our lives? Yeah. Just me. That's a good point. All right. <laughs> sure. Uh, I'm assuming if you do the Folgers t- taste test, uh, you're, you're probably, uh, not that fresh anyway, right? 
right and they don't make yeah, good reasons yeah, yeah all right let's see what the chat room says you guys both went white creepy wrinkled old white man rob ford's florida cousin cousin on meth and bath salts but only when he drinks sons of anarchy pink dick crew cut having meth addict <laughs> Oh my. Spent his trust fund before retiring, White. <laughs> Gia bringing up that trust fund again. Saltine as oppressor of the sun, people reminding us of his superiority. Yeah, I mm-hmm. like that he did it at a goodwill, too. Um, Al Bundy at the double shifted shoe store. Aww. <laughs> and uh, Grandpa White, the correct answer it is White. Is. Yeah, yeah. Right. well things are getting intense here man you guys are three for three i think it's time for us to go into the bonus round mm-hmm. all right double the points double the race double the points and the race that's right it's the bonus round against the race where everything is worth double the racism and double the points so far randolph and andy are tied three for three are you guys getting nervous? No, no, no. I think I got this. All right, here we go. Let's go to the next uh, guest race story here. Um, what do we got? Uh, this is almost too easy. Let me go to the next one. Um, here, here we go. <clears throat> A Marrero man who spent three days working offshore came home to find his estranged wife holed up with another man and the makings of a meth lab. Oh, that's a white guy. Come on. Can't even go to work. Can't even go to work. That's a white guy. First of all, offshore work, generally white men. Mm -hmm. Uh, It involves working in over the ocean. That's right there. (laughs) Right. Generally white. Probably won't be able to see that. Meth lab, white guy. You had said uh, she came home and his house would have been changed into a crack house. I'd have been like, oh, that's (laughs) Cooking, cooking crack on the stove. He came, he came home from his railroad job, and his house was now a crack house. He'd be like, that was a black guy. <laughs> uh, authorities seized methamphetamine, per- precursor chemicals, and other drug paraphernalia in the house. Know uh, how to cook the meth, too? That's a white guy. The, 30, the <laughs> 33-year-old man told deputies he is separated from his wife, Kelly Williams, 32, who lives with relatives in Chalmette. Uh, so he was surprised to find her inside his Savannah Lane home. Damn, she came to his house to make the meth lab. That's fucked up. Oh, man. she probably been doing that shit for a while. Really volatile, so she was like, if something happens, it's his house. Fuck right. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we just blowing his shit up. Uh, he was also suspicious of her uncommonly affectionate behavior. He says that she was trying to herd him away from his bedroom. So she must have came out and be like, oh, you know what? I just want to suck your dick so bad. He's like, don't you hate me? <laughs> we were separated remember no, i don't hate you as much as i like having your dick in my mouth yeah now let's just... go over here to the kitchen right oh, wait, not the kitchen we're cooking mess in there let's go to the living room <laughs> lay down close your eyes and uh ignore all the ambient sounds of a nigga leaving um <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah just a dude coming out the back like hey is it a left out the front door is it oh i'm sorry um but yeah he said uh she tried to hurt him away from his bedroom uh, he found out why when he stepped inside. Now, you know you really have to hate a woman's guts to still step inside that bedroom, yeah. right? Because if you come home and your woman is like, I just want to suck your dick so bad, most of us are going to be like, I can find out in 10 minutes what's going on in the bedroom. <laughs> probably, yeah, yeah. Probably some evidence in there for something. I don't know. Uh Stephen Hamilton, 43, 
Maytari was standing in his shower. The incident <gasps> report said <laughs> he was trapped in the closet. The yes, husband also found drug paraphernalia in several plastic bags containing an off-white powder in his bed. Not off-white. <laughs> in his bed? In his bed, dog. Oh, Ugh. shit. Uh, he was itching for real, and he didn't need no lotion. So uh you guys both guessed white. Let, let's check the chat room and see what they believe the, the, the race of these guys are. I think there's a pretty pretty good amount of context clues to go off of here. Uh The chat room says... To to his surprise, a nigga was replacing B. He had to take him back to that redneck university. All of the likes white. Gulf Coast Walter White, oppressor who had who was afraid of Punani, white <laughs> whitey, uh, one of Rob Ford's former suppliers who upgraded to new drugs. White. Oh my! All of the white says Ashanti, and uh, How Howard Cosell. Yes. Uh, so I'm assuming that means white. Uh, and white. The, everybody got this one right. It was white. Good job, guys. Yep. Yep. All right. You're going for one in the bonus round. Let's see if we can do, uh, get another one here. Um, here's a lady from Tarpon Springs. Uh, Carrie Lindgren. Lindgren. I'm sorry. L-I-N-D-G-R-E-N. Lindgren. 36 is accused of stalking a duck before driving it over at a high rate of speed and killing the animal. <laughs> yeah, white girl. Are you, did you set these up for, did you find pictures, uh, nah, white folks, did you go out and purposely seek out? Nah. I don't, these are just articles that catch my eye. There's no rhyme or reason to it. We had a black lady that threw a baby earlier, you know. Well, um, that, that, but we got that one. Yeah. <laughs> It was just r- really, really upsetting to find it that way, says Natalie, long-ass Greek last name. Oh. I mean, <laughs> I was choked up. I was in tears by the time the police arrived. Well, you can guess her race off top. <laughs> I was crying over a dead animal. Well, okay. Um, her name is, I'm going to try to pronounce it, Paraskevo Polis. So you know she's Greek. Uh, she says she came out of her home on Saturday to find the dead duck in her driveway and tire tracks across her front lawn. Well, damn. She was just, yeah, that, yeah. very distraught. And Horatio from Miami CSI showed up and he was like, yeah. looks like he should have ducked. And ah, won't on. be fooled again. Right. <laughs> um, a, a witness told Tarpon Springs police that he saw Lingren trying to lure the duck with candy. I didn't know ducks ate candy. Oh. Who is this? How with the duck? I don't understand this. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what duck eats? Do ducks even eat candy? I thought it was bread. It's like, mmm, chocolate. Pretty sure they eat bread. Yeah. They eat <laughs> worms. Rabbits. <laughs> Dirt. She's like, you know what it is? They're not attracted to the bread. It's the carbs in the bread, the sugars. So, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So That's why they skin so oily. But that didn't work. She, she, the duck was on a diet. He's like, mm, nothing no for me. It's for me. All right off of Halloween. I'm sorry, ma'am. So she began stalking the duck and liking all of his statuses on Facebook, looking at his pictures, <laughs> coming down his house when he wasn't supposed to, stowing up at his job. Uh, so she began stalking the duck and ran it over. Uh, we raised them practically because we've known them since they were ducklings, said this white woman oh that thinks she can you own. Know a duck. Stop, stop, stop. This is a white woman. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> stop. Raised them since they were duck. Oh, God. <laughs> 
It was. I think it's uh, not only is the woman white, but the duck is white. Uh, first of all, a duck a duck can fly. How do you stalk a duck and hit it with your car? That's classic duck privilege. That is, you think she doesn't have to get out of the way of a car? Yo, that is. White. I was gonna say, ducks are the most infuriating of the animals when you're in your car, because they don't give a fuck man like i don't know oh, they'll, what. they'll look at you like Mm-mm. they will really look at your car like uh dog i'm walking don't you see me <laughs> i had the right away what is why are you even going through this parking lot right now like i don't know slow down quacker right right let's get your quacker ass out of my way um but uh yeah all right so you guys guess white let's check the chat room see what they believe she's white and someone called peter incognito's Aww. girlfriend a white nigra uh paula dean trying to get thanksgiving dinner on the cheat this year <laughs> f that cracker she killed one of my people trevor phillips white double d having blonde hair blue eyed pink pussy flat ass soccer mom oh my i agree i think i own that dvd this might be in the still be in the dvd uh player uh classic duck privilege oh that was he was laughing at the joke uh really where's the challenge white catching feelings about ducks white uh better be glad it wasn't a swan a swan would mess you up in retaliation okay um the correct answer is white you guys got it right of course we didn't really know about the duck <laughs> all right here's the last story man this is the last one uh this is about a burglar who got caught all right guys that's why Black. <laughs> Deputies De- De- say that they tracked down a man who broke into it and burglarized a home Thursday after he left his cell phone on the kitchen counter and his mom called. Black. <laughs> so, but his dad didn't call. <laughs> his dad didn't call. Black. Dad, his dad contact information was not in the phone. No. Black. <laughs> An investigator picked up the phone when it started ringing at Lake Worth. Uh, oh, that's Florida. Oh, at the Lake Worth, Lake Worth house, and the word "mom" appeared on the screen, according to Palm no, Beach County Sheriff's Not Office. mama, mommy, mom, Dukes. Yeah. Was dear mama the ringtone? <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh can i help you yes i'm looking for my son he's a criminal you might have seen him he's about 510 uh he asked the woman on the other end of the phone who it belonged to and she said her son Derek cod cod Derek. <laughs> Derek cod 19 of lake works had the victim's cell phone in his house and had hidden the man's shotgun at an abandoned house a uh, woman who was with him Kristen uh ryanerson 19 had 49 pieces of jewelry belonging to the victim's wife in her purse. Shit. That's his girlfriend. Mm. They must have robbed the Trumps. 49 pieces of jewelry? Yes. They wouldn't get shit in this house. It'd be like two chains. Literally. Two chains! (laughs) It's all we got. We broke as shit. Both were (laughs) arrested. They're facing multiple charges, including burglary and larceny. Uh, you, all right, so you guys are guessing, uh, are you, both of you guys guessing black for Derek Cobb? Uh, I, I, I'm going black. Also, a little piece of advice. If you're going to rob a house, airplane mode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one can call you. You definitely want to hard reset that bad boy and, uh, <laughs> don't connect to the Wi-Fi in the house. Huh, uh, please don't. The, uh, chat room says blacker than Rod, stylish new frames. I appreciate the, uh, compliment on my glasses. Prepaid phone having big lip, kinky haired nigga. Oh. Can you program mom into a track phone? Black. 
Oh shit! You had a burner. That's the best one right there. Track phone. <laughs> the track phone. <laughs> It was like, was it uh, a burner that he was uh, getting his call on? <laughs> um, baby, I thought you said you would only be in the house five minutes. Get your black behind home. <laughs> Street lights, um, knockout king black, and taking pics of stolen goods for Instagram black. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is white. What? What? Let me put the article. Nobody got it right. I'm about to say, didn't nobody get that right? It's amazing. Look, it is amazing how Guess the Race is the most humbling game for racism, period. <laughs> I didn't know, but we went five, what five, we go? Five for five, five for six. six mm-hmm. <laughs> and missed the biggest one. Like, that was the, the finale. Last <laughs> question. Like, y'all could have. Y'all. <laughs> Betty grew up around. Troy said, grew up around black people." <laughs> <laughs> Look at the mugshot. He's got the John B. beard. Yeah, yeah. He does have a little Richie Incognito going, if you know what I mean. Gio thinks that you set us up with the easy questions. Uh, <laughs> look, guess the race is guess the race, man. I don't set anybody up. Um, look, we can't get out of here without talking about this last issue, though. We always talk about it. Um, sword ratchetness, people. Uh, people that own swords are going around here cutting people people they love people that they trust and you end up on the news wondering what the fuck happened because people aren't really covering it here but the black guy with tips will always give uh all this sword violence the proper amount of coverage that it deserves we can't get rid of guns until we start with the swords people are so all right oh we need to get rid of guns 12 people got shot can we just start with the like people getting run through with swords well here's one a young man is critically ill in the hospital after he was slashed across the stomach with a samurai sword. Oh my! Yeah, I, I like that they say critically ill. Like is the is one of the symptoms? <laughs> he didn't catch sword cut. <laughs> right. <laughs> one of the symptoms is he was slashed across the stomach with a fucking sword. <laughs> the attack took place at a house party in Dollar Tree. There's a place called De- Oh Dale Tree. I thought that shit was called Dollar Tree. I was like. That you know you don't want to go to anywhere named yeah, Dollar I was Tree. Like, I do not want to live in that town. Y'all you will get leave. shot. Um, Dale Tree Estate in Furhouse, South City, Dublin. Yesterday, the emergency services were alerted, and when local guard eye and fire brigade personnel arrived at the scene, they found a victim laying in a pool of blood with a gaping wound to his stomach. Oh, he just went to a house party, Karen. He couldn't have known this was gonna happen to him. I shouldn't have went in there talking shit, I guess. I don't know. Probably, probably enough two stepping ain't gonna hurt nobody. No. <laughs> the twenty around and went to D'Artagnan's house. Three <laughs> <laughs> tears to the litter, brothers. <laughs> have it, D Nave. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I just, just can't, can't listen to some techno. Uh, that doesn't make no sense. Why are you, uh. The 21 year old man had lost a lot of blood and was yep. rushed by ambulance to St. James Hospital, where his condition was described as critical. He later underwent emergency surgery. Uh, guard, I believe the incident arose from a row between two partygoers. And, like, at least at a black party, you get shot. Yeah. Had a decency to just shoot your ass. Which would you rather have? Would you rather be shot or cut? Shot, because if you get, I think it was shot. Was it was it Mitch Hedberg that was like, if you get stabbed, you have to be there the whole time? Yeah. Like that's how yeah. that's how I view stabbing, where it's just like you know, you get shot, it's kind of like over with. You know, you get stabbed, it's like you got to be there for that whole 
experience um officers suspect a large group had earlier attended the party at Talalite hotel and some of them went to the house in dale tree one of those involved in the row produced a samurai sword and stabbed his uh victim wow yeah later produced, after, did he make one it was like right. he, he go stab him <laughs> after he produced the sword he also cut it from the label it was it was puff daddy <laughs> 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 he, he, he closed the studio on the sword and then uh stabbed this man God, I later arrested a 21 year old suspect at the scene and he was taken to Talalite station for questioning. He was detained and can be held without charge for up to 24 hours. Without charge? What's, uh, the charge is stabbing a motherfucker. What the fuck? Stabbing him. Yeah, stabbing stabbing him, motherfucker. We're just holding him for questioning. They should have like a, like a swords for guns program. That, you know what, man? Uh, I would love like a swords for game tickets. Like they did it in Atlanta. <laughs> Like you go to the house game, you give them a gun and shit, you know. But they, I mean, just give me a gun, his two tickets. Give him a sword, maybe you get like one ticket, man. Like yeah, do something. Like a WNBA ticket. Right, exactly. Yeah, well, that's yeah, well, definitely. You, we will give you a ticket, but it's gonna be WNBA. You ain't getting. Yeah, most of these motherfuckers that own sword like shit, like uh, nerd shit. Anyway, give them a ticket to like Thor too, and just yeah, like call it like a day. Right, exactly. It's like oh, I was going to Comic Con anyway. Um, during a search, uh, Gardai recovered a samurai sword, which was believed to be used in a vicious attack. I can't believe they're not charging this dude. What, uh, did you stab him or not? Name my sword. Damn it. He's good. He's good. Uh, <laughs> I live by those wars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, Hilarious. Did you, did you try to kill your friend at the party? It wasn't me. God damn it. He's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we can't charge. We can't hold him if we don't charge him, guys. We gotta let him go in 24 hours. Um, last samurai sword story. Um, uh, a man allegedly attacked was a man allegedly attacked with a crowbar and a samurai sword in London Dairy Flat. Woo. Thought he was going to die. I like that. That's the part of the news. He thought he was going to die. That's the story should end with, and then he died. <laughs> right. The victim claims he overheard one of those involved say, "We're going to have to kill him because he will tell the police." To which he said, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." Uh, <laughs> i'm very good with secrets I'm, I'm part of secret service oh um, lord lee flanagan 32 uh is accused of bringing the man to the scene after they met in a pub he was denied bail in charge on charges of false imprisonment and causing grievously grievous bodily harm the court heard flanagan invited the victim back to the flat on november 5th where they were joined by two other men he was asked which of which one of the two brothers he was before being punched and kicked to the ground. It was claimed. This sounds. You know what? This story sounds like everyone was drunk. Like the sum yeah. about this story sounds like parts of the night were missing. Oh yeah, they, everybody blacked out. Right. Which are, he asked me which of the two brothers I was, and he punched me. It's like, when did your brother get into this fucking story? Like, you didn't bring. <laughs> you didn't bring your brother. Well, I don't yeah, understand this. You need to start with that. Where are you finding all these sword stories? Is there a sword thing going around now? No, it has always been going on, Randolph. It has always been going on, and people have not talked about it. Nope. I don't even need... All you got to do is put sword into Google and hit news, and shit will pop up, man. It's Mm -hmm. fucking insane how much sword shit happens and no one's talking about it. Mm -mm. It's all this ninja on samurai crime. (laughs) Exactly, man. There you go. You know, ninja on ninja crime. Nobody cares. <laughs> um, obviously. Um, he was asked, oh yeah, a prosecutor barrister said co, uh, the, a co-accused produced a crowbar and hit him about the face. 
Not <laughs> about the face. <laughs> I, I love Europe. I love that shit, dude. He hit him about the face. It's like, uh, Jesus. you mean he savagely beat me with a crowbar? <laughs> In my face. Yeah. I said about the face. What? Uh, the man then allegedly grabbed the samurai sword from behind the television and aimed right it at the, the victim. Lip. Behind the TV? Yeah, probably when they watch Game of Thrones, they play with that shit. Like, oh! It's fucking nerds. Despite trying to block the blows and inflict, inflicted gla- gashes to his head. Oh. The man feared he was about to die, according to prosecution. She said that Flanagan then allegedly spoke of killing him to stop him telling the police. Uh, it was claimed that he also talked of keeping the man for a couple of weeks so that the swelling to his face would go down. <laughs> oh, he did hit him about the face. Yeah, these niggas was concerned. It's like, well, just get some ice then. I mean, if we're not going to kill him. The least we can do is nurse him to hell. The victim claimed he escaped and contacted the police. Well, they were right. After two of the suspects left the flat, flat, he suffered severe bruising, blurred vision, a slash to his arms, a deep cut to his head, uh, the judge was told. Uh, following his arrest, Flanagan claimed he had blacked out after taking drink and drugs, and he did not know what happened. He also, I told y'all he was kind of fucked up, man. That sounds the same, dude. It sounds like a skit on a Wu-Tang album. It doesn't doesn't sound real. Is this real, man? Yes, it's real. Ask that cut on his head if it's real. Uh, He also claimed that he offered to take the victim to the hospital, which, uh, class act, buddy. Hey, look, I was drunk. I woke up, the motherfucking head was chopped. I was holding a sword. I tried to take him to the hospital. I don't know why he was being a dick about it. He acted like he didn't want to trust me. <laughs> you chopped him in the head. Yeah. You, kept, you kept running away. Yeah. I said, you going to call the police or not, man? He said, no. And I left. A defense barrister said all of those at the flat were known to the police, <laughs> including the victim himself who was recently released from prison. Oh, Lord. They was like, we know them people. Now, you know people from get out of prison, they can't own a gun. But you can't own a sword. Isn't that something? We don't take yeah, it serious, man. You own a sword. Uh, four separate accounts of what occurred have been given to police and the court has a very murky context to examine and try to establish exactly what occurred. Um, and they said his client has become an active member of the Christian organization Cornerstone and attends meeting twice a week. Oh, uh, now we're trying to get our lives together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he, he accepts that he fell off the wagon on this particular evening. And, <laughs> <laughs> not for this off. evening right i like that it's like which wagon the not killing motherfuckers with sword wagon or the alcohol wagon because there's another kind of go hand in hand this is another blame the alcohol situation man white people are ahead of the game on this dude i gotta step my shit up you better yeah i guess jamie fox was right uh it's quite clear a lot of alcohol and drugs were consumed by all present refusing the application <laughs> for bail the judge cited risk of reoffending and interference with witnesses all right, guys. Make sure you guys go check out Randolph and Andy and uh, Tim, who's on the show too, man. Please do, y'all. Uh, very funny show, man. Three it guys is. on uh, three guys on dot com. Not the number three. Spell it out, guys. Spell it you out. Can put fine. number in. We we bought the number two. You can do it oh, that way too, if you okay. want. Okay. Boom. Yeah. Well, you can put the number in, man. Um, and join our Facebook group, man. And all that stuff, man. I the very funny dudes and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, occasionally they'll they'll riff on uh you know Chris Lambert and uh, <laughs> his 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 uh affectation when talking and uh that's always good too man yes um but uh yeah you guys like uh performing anywhere anything where people can see you? we actually have a lot of listeners in the D C area by the way 
tomorrow night, which will be Thursday, I'm at what is this place called? Let me look it up. Hold on. All right, no problem. I'm at, I'm at this place called the Beer Beer Baron. The Beer Baron. Beer is spelled B-I-E-R okay. Baron. At nine o'clock tomorrow night, I'm doing an hour. Make uh, me make sure. Yeah, the Beer Baron. All right. Well, y'all look up Randolph. You see, it's on P and Twenty Second Street, I believe. Look up Randolph and make sure you guys go check him out. What about you, Andy? Anything? Um, catch me in December twelfth through fourteenth at Magoobies in Baltimore. I'm with Gilbert Gottfried one night and Kenny Rogerson the other two nights. Not the singer, the comedian Kenny oh. Rogerson. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. he, the singer's not that funny. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, Baltimore people come out uh, December 12th through 14th at Magoobies. Well, go out there and support the dudes, man. Please do, like y'all. I said, uh, they're very funny guys, man. Listen to their show. Uh, I know they took the week off, man, but, um, I think the last episode I listened to, they had some Chris Lambert jokes. So if you guys mm-hmm. want an easy way in, you can start right there. <laughs> Star There's always a Chris Lambert joke. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and then, uh, also, man, the Blackout Tips, check us out, uh, blackouttips.com, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, just put in the Blackout Tips and, uh, we'll be good. Um, make sure you guys donate and make sure you guys subscribe and all that stuff. Leave us five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and we'll read them on the show regardless of content. Uh, even if you hate the show, man. Um, that's it for today. Oh, and uh, can you guys give me your Twitter real quick so they can follow that? Yeah, I'm Mrs. Randolph Terrence. I'm at Real Talk for You, all words spelled out. Real Talk for You on Twitter. All right. And I'm at Andy Klein seventy four K L I N E, Andy Klein seventy four on Twitter. All right, cool, man. So yeah, make sure you guys check check them out on there too. Um, and yeah, we'll see you guys uh Saturday when we do our feedback show. Premium people, we'll see you guys Friday when we do Balls Deep Sports. Mm-hmm. Um, but until then, I love you. You too, baby. Mwah.